Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Speaking to Empower, and I want to bring you another podcast episode for marketing motivation. But what I'll be doing is, I'll be doing it as a 50-year-old, although it's kind of anticlimactic because I was 50 on Friday, so, you know. Joke's on me, I guess. So I wanted to catch up from the weekend. Uh, On uh, Saturday, I had come up with uh, some, I don't know, it was uh, part of my prayer process that I do every night uh, is asking God how he's inviting me to change my life so I can become a better version of myself. And that's, you know, quite a, to me, it comes across as quite an accolade to change your life, you know. Changing your life means doing something uh, totally different, you know, in, in, a, in a regard. Not, not always the case. You can change your life over time, kind of like I've done. I gradually stopped drinking alcohol. It wasn't like a cold turkey type thing. Uh, and I have progressed to reading books and not watching as much television either. So there are a a lot of you know things that that can that can be, but for the most part, um, you know, changing my life. I I asked God. I said, "How do you want me to change my life?" I didn't know exactly what it was. And again, I may be concrete solid on it today and maybe three months from now, it may go in a different direction, the Lord's will. So the Lord's will is not, you know, a straight path, unfortunately for neurotic people like myself. But I came up with a somewhat of an answer as far as what I'm going to be doing to change my life. And You know, I do what I do not so much to help people, but to bring out the best in people so they can help themselves. And simple but sweet, but, you know, helping people is is fine and dandy. But the, the real crux of things, you know, you can help a dozen people and a dozen people really didn't want help or, you know, they appreciate it, but there was nothing, you know, awe-inspiring about it. Not to take away from either party, but my point is if you can help someone help themselves, in other words, if you can bring out the best in someone, bringing the best out of someone enables them you know, just by sheer um, fact of being being enabled, they're going to, you know, help themselves. So hopefully I didn't make that too confusing uh, or, you know, because I botched it up. You know, I kind of chopped at it away and away. And I had to pause the, the recording because the phone rang one time, which you folks heard. The other time I... Daughter and son came in from school. So it's just been kind of crazy in that respect. 
But I get back on the track here. Matthew Kelly, he said, listen, don't let what you can't do interfere with what you can do. But how many times do we let it interfere? <laughs> you know, lots. You know, we always say, oh, I can't do that. And this is why. It's not like... I probably could do that, and here's why I can. You know, I very seldomly had done that uh, in the past. In these past 10 months of studying personal development and mind, uh, mindset and, you know, um, paradigms, they've really, you know, kind of sunk in in a certain respect. And we need to continually review, rethink, and rewrite our goals. You know, I just like to write my goal on January 2nd and just let it sit there. And if December 31st we hit it, great. If not, that's oh, too bad. No, it doesn't, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. You know, you, gotta, you have to tweak things. You have to rethink things. You have to rewrite things. And you have to review it. You know what I mean? Am I still on track of where we're going? And You know, because, again, essentially my career path changed about you know, three times since the beginning of the year. You know, similar aspects, but, you know, it, nonetheless, it changed, so it tweaked, uh, you know, some of my goals, not all of them. And the insight of the day on Saturday was be content to act and leave the talking to others. And that really, uh, it, it sat home, it, it sat sat home with me, um, it really resonated with me. Um, in, in other words, I'm a big talker, as you folks can imagine. Uh, and, you know, the act, I kind of leave that um, by the wayside at times. But acting is, is the key. You know, action is what's going to generate a livelihood in all sorts of ways. And by the way, on Saturday, JP, my son who just came in from, from high school, he almost killed the dog. You know, the dog was chasing after a tennis ball and he kept having him go and go and go and go and go. So between him and his girlfriend throwing the ball back and forth, the dog running back and forth, I come in the house or I came downstairs and the dog is panting <laughs> like crazy, which to me, it's fine. But after a few minutes, it stops. Well, I brought him into the car with me, which he was laying on the garage floor. Didn't want to get into the car because he was so tired. He was panting. Finally jumped into the back seat. All the way to the pizza shop, he's panting, which was only a couple miles away. And all the way back. And he was continually panting in the house. And finally, about 45 minutes later, because I was wondering if I should call the vet, 45 minutes later, he came around and was, you know, kind of even keel. But I told my son, I said, JP, you broke the dog. He said, no, I didn't do anything. I said, yeah, okay, knucklehead. But the poor buddy, Theo, was, was very tired, so to speak. Um, I also... Fixed the problem with the um, the double the double doors on the shed that gets the, um, the snowblower out and the 
riding lawnmower and the regular lawnmower out on the ramp. The there was no problem. I received, got the shed. We just got it in August, and there was no problem in the summer because I would you know hold the door open with like a golf club on one of them, and then like a bucket with a few heavy rocks in in the other. So both doors were relatively fine. But man, when that winter wind comes and I'm snowballing the driveway, tch, doesn't hold up. Can't hold up at all. So I said, all right, I got to get a bungee and a hook. You know what I mean? I'll I'll I'll, I'll fasten a hook to the uh, to the shed, and when I, as I open the door, I have a bungee that's ha- that's hooked up to the handle of the door, and then you just bungee it to the the hook. Nice, nice. And it was a white hook which matched the trim that I put it just below, and did the same thing. Uh, on the other side, so you know, I mean, I'm a genius. Um, not, not really. I'm definitely not Mr. Fix It, but we got that taken care of. And I was also told by my neighbor that Theo, my dog, naturally, cost him a trip to the vet. I said, "What?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "They needed a stool sample for Ruby, who's a 50-pound lab." And I was looking in the yard for one, and there was little ones that were Sid's. Sid's a, a Lopsa Opsa, beautiful little dog. So I knew Sid's was no good, so I grabbed, you know, what I thought was Ruby's, which turned out to be one of Theo's. So I had to go all the way back and get Ruby's. I said, well, John, I hope you tested his fecal matter, because we want to make sure he's clean, too. He's like, yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't do that. <laughs> I said, okay, no problem. Um, folks, you can't make an impression on everyone. Granted, you make an impression, but the impression that you want to make, you can't do it for everyone. Not everybody's going to buy what you have, um, buy into what you believe, it's just not the case. Uh, but you can make a lot of friends. You can, you can look at it that way. So just focus on the ones that you can make a difference to. And that's big self-talk to me, for sure. And remember, an inch wide and a mile deep. That's the key. You want penetration. We don't want an inch deep and a mile wide. That's really not penetrating much. You don't get much water going down an inch. And retention is the idea. In other words, re- retaining what you read. You know, there's no point in reading 10 books if you don't retain anything. You know? And just read one. And really get the message. And if it's not working for you, put it away. Get another book. You know, don't just buy books because your mentor tells you this is a great book to read. You know, go through a book review or a summary on uh, Amazon or something. And don't be overcritical 
with yourself. If that's something that you can try to remember, don't be overcritical with yourself. And that's the, that's the key. And that's, that's Saturday. Sunday, we talked about taking action. Means driving the car so you can learn how to drive. Do you follow me? Yes, studying and taking a class and driver's ed and everything, that's great, that's fine and dandy in learning how to drive through a textbook or an instruction is great. But generally, we learn how to drive by driving. You know, we can't totally learn things by watching, reading, or listening. You must take action in order to learn. And that's a great point that I've learned from Bob Proctor, uh, even though he's been dead since February 3rd, uh, his, his memory lives on. And I feel as though I have a closer relationship with him now than, he, than when he was alive, because I don't know if he knew I was thinking about him when he was alive, but now that he's dead, even if he's in purgatory, um, you know, he can hear me praying for him and thinking about him. So just a quick piece of insight there. And uh, Sunday's gospel message is very simple, but extremely difficult to do. You know, God commanded us to love one another. Jesus said, I have another commandment for you, and that is to love one another. As I have loved you, so you are to love them. And not to love as we love, but as I have loved, as he has loved us. That's the rub. We have to love as Jesus did. You know, loving for me could be a bit different for you. And it can be a vast difference from Jesus. So try to take that into stride as well, loving as Jesus loved. Uh, The insight of the day on Sunday was a minute of success pays the failure of years. It's so true. Um, A good day is when people come over hungry and they leave happy. Mom and Dad, Colleen and Carl, they came over to celebrate my birthday on Sunday. 50, by the way. Did I tell you I was 50? (laughs) And it was nice. We had a, a, a nice... Nice uh, dinner, nice day. And progress, progress is when we can't act on what we preach to others. Oh, excuse me. Progress is when we can act on what we preach to others. Because a lot of the times, what we preach to others, we have a hard time doing. So, that was... That was Sunday. Sunday was a quick day. And then let's wrap up today, you know. 
action again action beats knowledge every time as long as you don't quit and again studying and learning is not a bad thing folks i don't want you to think i'm downplaying it but what's being downplayed is action and that and that can't be the case um and education does not mean teaching people what they do not know. It means teaching them to behave as they do not behave. You know, education is about action. And I thought that was a, a great, a great point. Um, you know, that was John Ruskin. Bob Proctor's, um, one of his go-to folks for literature and, and quotes and things, John Ruskin, you know, and it's not teaching people education, it's not teaching people what they know, do not, do not know, it means teaching them to behave as they do not behave, you know, acting as they do not act, it was great. Darren Hardy today, um, he asks us, are we plateaued? 12 questions to level up. You know, and here's the solution for overwhelm, working too much, and no production. So what are these 12 things? Well, it's questions. Do I have a calendar? Booked with productive appointments, number one. Number two, do I allow too many interruptions? Number three, do I talk too much? Number four, do I multitask? Number five, do I thrive off of being super busy? Number six, is living in chaos more appeasing than uh, stilling the mind? Number seven, do I find it difficult saying no? Number eight, am I always in a pinch for getting things done on time? Number nine, do I spend too much time on social media? Number 10, do I waste time doing unproductive tasks? Number 11, do I maintain control of everything because I can't delegate? And number 12, do I believe I can't afford to hire someone to help me in the areas that I need help on? Well, folks, there's 12 questions there, and I'm sure there's a majority of us that answered yes to those. Um, and I'm going to say overwhelmingly so. I'm not saying, you know, seven people, I mean, seven questions were, were yes, the rest were no's. I'm thinking, you know, three, 10, 11, and 12, you know, so nine questions were yeses whether whatever order it was in but something to think about and uh the insight of the day today is success this is the definition of success success is the progressive realization of predetermined worthwhile personal goals can't get any simpler than that and the most important thing in life is to learn how to give out love and to let it come in so we need to be able to give love away and let love come in and some people struggle with that you know i've 
struggled with that in the past. And in certain respects, I still do. So that's that, folks. Uh, Be well. Check in with you tomorrow, Lord willing. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.